0: Hello folks, my name is Ryan. Welcome to Season 2 of Video Game Mythos. As we kick off the second season of the Video Game Mythos series, I would like to welcome you to yet another exciting episode as we explore the myths, the legends, and the stories of some of our favorite video games, video game characters, and video game stories. As we introduce you into the second season of Video Game Mythos, we're going to introduce you to one of the more popular, or what will become one of the more popular, Episode layouts of video game mythos throughout season two We've got a sample of this throughout the last part of the first season of video game mythos where we did an introduction to Bioshock Infinite Today, we're going to pick up that cup and do another introduction Welcome to Halo 2 Earth I haven't seen it in years. Just outside Earth's orbit sits the Orbital Defense Platform, the Cairo Station, where Master Chief Petty Officer John 117 has just received his new Jolinar Mark VI armor. Avery Johnson rides the elevator up and arrives into the armory to take John 117 to the award ceremony, overseen by Fleet Admiral Terence Hood. This award ceremony has multiple purposes, both for awarding the meritous acts and boosting the morale of the surviving human population, as noted ward hero John 117 arrives and accepts the award of the Prisoner of War Medal. The festivities are cut short as Cortana reports 15 Covenant Capital ships holding position just outside the kill zone. As the Covenant capital ships begin their assault on the orbital defense station, Master Chief looks at the fleet admiral and says the famous words that kicks off the Halo 2 campaign. I need a weapon. 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 Warning, Warning. Covenant, Covenant breach detected in hold 6, 3 and 5. Armed, armed forces, forces respond, respond immediately. immediately repeat warning covenant, covenant breach detected in hold six three and five armed forces respond immediately emergency protocol initiative reenacted alert emergency protocol initiative enacted warning covenant breach detected in hold six three and five armed forces respond immediately fleet admiral terrence hood quickly gives master chief the green light he runs down the hallway grabs the nearest weapon and begins to defend the immediate vicinity where the Covenant breached the Cairo Station. As the Covenant ships slam into the side of the Cairo Station, a small opening is created inside that allows Covenant troops to swarm into the interior of the Cairo Station. Immediate defense personnel responded with locking down certain airtight locks that will divide the Covenant into certain sections of the ship. Emergency protocols force all civilian and military officers to hold defensible positions around these airtight locks. Unfortunately for the Covenant, not only are we prepared from a combat perspective, but we also have the Demon, Master Chief. Multiple AMBER alerts are published on the intercom system amongst the Cairo station, letting all people know that there has been a breach in multiple cargo stations aboard, Master Chief quickly overcoming his first adversaries as the Covenant begin to drill through one of the airtight doors. They were able to breach it and they are able to continue, but not with Master Chief in the way. He quickly overcomes them and proceeds to the nearest cargo ship where one of the Covenant ships has punched through and is boarding rapidly and numerously. Quickly progressing down the hallways of the airlocked chambers that allow the humans to be isolated from the immediate covenant threat he quickly overcomes these adversaries and proceeds to the first cargo bay as he enters the cargo bay he sees a number of marines fighting for their lives using turrets chain guns and lobby grenades at the immediate exit of the covenant dropship master chief quickly jumps down and engages in close hand-to-hand combat As he throws a grenade to the ground, it pops up in the air and explodes directly by an elite shattering its shields. A few quick shots to the head leaves the elite's body slowly falling to the ground. Multiple grunts begin to realize that their combat squad leaders have been killed, so they execute kamikaze strategies. They hold sticky grenades in both of their hands and they charge the enemy with the last ditch effort of their lives. Master Chief now quickly begins to jump to evade the immediate threat, but he can't. The grenades are too close, they've gotten too close to him, and he takes damage. As the immediate grunts die, more enemies come. They flood out the hole that they have pushed through the shield door of this cargo bay, and it is now a fight or flight situation. Master Chief takes cover behind a nearby crate and attempts to let his new Mark V shields recharge. Fortunately for him, they recharge a lot faster and enables him to quickly get back into combat even after taking damage from something like a grenade. The first enemy that drops out of the next wave through this shield door from the Covenant dropship is an elite. It realizes that something is nearby and throws a grenade right beside the crate where Master Chief is hiding. Something in Master Chief's head makes him think of the word catch and realizes that he's gonna to have to deal with this situation a lot more throughout this combat. Master Chief Steel does not have his shield recharged, but they are close. He darts off in the opposite direction to put the crate between him and the enemy and add distance between the grenade and himself. He's able to get out of reach of the explosive concussion from the sticky grenade that the Elite threw and is able to see the Elite as the box is moved from the force of the grenade. This reveals him and his shields begin to recharge. He grabs a sticky grenade from one of the dead grunts that Kamikaze toward him just moments before and with a throw like no other, puts it directly up into the shaft of the Covenant dropship and kills seven enemies in a single swipe. It's now just down to him and this final elite and this cargo bay will have been defended. The elite realizes he's the last one left and begins to berserk. He screams in rage as he points to Master Chief. The alert elite now fights an uphill battle. It's him versus Master Chief and who knows how many surviving Marines. One Marine, still with a chain gun, up on the balcony, firing endless shots into the side of the crate where the elite now hides. Master Chief decides to flank around the opposite direction. As he exits the side of the crate into the elite's view, the Elite is in front of him, mid-melee, and smashes Master Chief in the skull, damaging his shields once again. This Elite's combat is of legendary difficulty. The forward momentum from the Elite's melee put him just in view of the Marine's chain gun, damaging the Elite's shields as well. As the Elite ducks back, it throws yet another grenade at Master Chief as he jumps up into the air, lands on the box, and makes a double jump. Twelve feet up into the air, he looks down at the Elite and throws a grenade. The Elite now crouch behind the box to avoid the line of sight from the Marine firing a chain gun at him, swipes to the side, directly into the path of the sticky grenade that Master Chief threw. The Elite screams in rage as it knows that its life is about to end, and as the final blast of combat is heard throughout this cargo bay, the Marines and Master Chief take a breath of relief. They collect their thoughts and begin to look around at the devastation caused by the recent attack. As their wits come about them, they look out the shield door of this cargo bay and see another station, the Malta, in the distance. It's a familiar sight, but what's not familiar are the swarms of Covenant ships in the distance. A Covenant ship is strangely leaving the Malta. A Marine makes note that. Hey, they're leaving the Malta. And just a few moments later, the Malta is gone. The Marines and Master Chief that witnessed this catastrophic event were temporarily overwhelmed by sensory saturation. As their senses come back to them, they realize they are still in the middle of a crisis. If the Covenant came to the Malta to plant a bomb, then a bomb could be aboard the Cairo station initiated an evacuation protocol. Repeat, Commander Hood has initiated an evacuation protocol. Commander Hood quickly radios Master Chief and Cortana and requests that they find that bomb before it explodes. Master Chief, with little understanding of the architecture of the Cairo Station, would not know a pivotal place to plant the bomb. Luckily for Chief, he has someone who does, someone who can not only consider the best place to plant the bomb, but can also consider what the Covenant would think is the best place to plant the bomb. The first place they go is the first place they find it. Multiple high elites are guarding this room. Master Chief has his challenge in front of him. He enters the room delicately and takes cover behind a metal brace that holds up a center elevated catwalk. He collects a quick inventory of what he has in his hands at his disposal. As he's doing so, he hears a footstep and right beside him is an invisible elite with a sword. The elite makes a swing, but luckily misses. Chief darts out of the way and throws a grenade and sticks the elite right in the chest. The explosion is heard by all the other Covenant forces in the room, and his guise is now busted. Master Chief jumps on top of this catwalk and begins to take on the world all at once until he sees a corpse of a Marine laying up against the side of the wall. And beside the corpse of the Marine, is Master Chief Saving Grace, a rocket launcher. He grabs the rocket launcher, drops his battle rifle for it even, and begins to shoot at the Covenant, but not too close to the bomb. After the room is quickly cleared of the Covenant forces guarding the bomb, the Chief darts to the bomb and allows Cortana to do her magic. As they get to the bomb, Cortana, narrowly averts explosions. As Master Chief asks Cortana how much time was left, she jokingly says, you don't want to know. Master Chief opens a radio communication with Admiral Hood and requests that he can leave the Cairo station. Admiral Hood wants to know why. Master Chief shrugs. He wants to give the Covenant back their bomb. The Chief and Cortana drag the Covenant bomb to a nearby elevator and ride it down to one of the airlocks that allow them to leave the Cairo Station. Master Chief stands by the airlock and pulls the switch that enables the doors to open. The air begins to evacuate the room, sliding the bomb along the metal surface, bringing sparks and tears of joy into his eyes. As the doors open and the bomb slides past Chief, he grabs the bomb and flies with it. And with some subtle maneuvering, steers the bomb past large Covenant cruisers. One of the MAC cannons of one of the orbital defense platforms rails a hole through one of the Covenant carriers and damages it severely. This is where John finds the opportunity to give the Covenant back their bomb. Flying through space with nothing to guide them, he's still able to aim where this bomb goes. He has Cortana modify the timer on the bomb and as he's floating, very majestically, in mid-space, no gravity, he flies down into this Covenant ship. Cortana arms the bomb and he uses his feet to jump off the bomb and to push it down into the ship. Just as he's out of range, the blast forces him like a bullet to fly through dead space. Sergeant Johnson is now flying to Earth to return to Earth to hopefully form a perimeter for any ships that might've wanted to land on the surface. Master Chief flew like a brick But he flew pretty good.